from the desk below. This is Heather Victoria, and you're now tuned in with From the Desk of Low. Now, welcome back from the Desk of Low. Now, I have with me another first for the show, and from the Desk of Low, women are always welcome. You'd be surprised how hard it is to get women guests nowadays, too. But I understand they must get a lot of weird DMs nowadays, so I understand how the game is. Without further introductions, she's one hell of a sinner right now. She's the fifth female to appear on the show. But she's also the very first R&B singer, and she, I like to say she's the season six finale before I take my break. So without very further introductions, I'd like to welcome Heather Victoria. Hi, thanks for having me. How are you doing today during these crazy times? I'm doing well, thank you. Hanging in there. Man, I was going to say, growing up in Wilson, North Carolina, too, must be very interesting now, too, because we're, we're from the same era now, too. You only have, like, two years ahead of me. I'm born in 91. I was just curious on how is it for a young woman like you growing up in Wilson, North Carolina? Because we're over here in Canada. Right, right. Um, we're in the South. Um, I It's from... Wilson is a small east uh, town in eastern North Carolina. Um, three high schools, very small city. Um, I enjoyed it. Lots of love there growing up. So, small town living. That's all I can say, pretty much. <laughs> I like how you said there's like only three high schools now, too. Like the little town where I came from, she only had like two. So, I understand like the small town. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Um, now, you said in uh, previous interviews that your mother was uh, one of the very first people to introduce you to music now, too. I was wondering, could you very remember the very first record that she played for you? Uh, the very first record that I can remember her playing over and over again was probably Whitney Houston Shoop oh. around 1995-ish. Um, it was very popular on the radio, and my mom's a big Whitney Houston fan, so um, that's one of the songs that she taught me to harmonize to, um, so that's one of the first records I remember growing up um, with my mom. Oh, wow, you were harmonizing Whitney Houston in 1995. That explains why you're actually so beautiful with the voice now, too, because when I listen to Boutique Hotel, that, that when I hear songs like Japan... And, like, uh, You Don't Know Me, I believe uh, that's the truth. No, Don't You Know? I was like, this uh -huh. girl can really, really use her voice to sing like that, too. And I don't really listen to R&B like that, too. So when it's, uh -huh. I listen to, like, D'Angelo, Mary J. Blige, and then when it came across uh -huh. you, I was like, wow, it blew me away with that. Oh, beautiful. I love it. 
Now, when you say that when you were creating Boutique Hotel now, too, you said that you wanted to take people on an experience now, too, like somewhat of a getaway now, too. I believe that you accomplished now, too. One of um the very first songs that I discovered from you now, too, was Japan. I was like, I wonder if she's actually been to Japan. <laughs> I have not, unfortunately. Oh, um, really? The plan was to... No, I haven't. Um, The inspiration from the song just comes from... Um, it's inspired by the soul music that Japan is known for. Um, they are big on the 70s, um, lots of disco in the 70s and 80s. Um, you know, just in creating the album, I was able to look back on some of those albums and get inspiration. So Japan for me is always somewhere that I wanted to go and escape to. So, um, that's where the song came from. Just you just imagining yourself with someone that you love and that you'd like to get away with. And Japan just happened to come in mind because I've been inspired by their music um, in the 70s and 80s. Wow. Which ties, it, which ties it into the instrumentation that you will hear on the song. Wow. Because I was going to say, like, too, like, this has a real soulful vibe now, too. And that's why I had to ask if you haven't been to Japan now, too. I was like, this one actually sounds like she's been there. <laughs> that's that's good that's good um now when you're creating this um beautiful project now to boutique or now too one of the things that grabs me about projects like that too is cover work for artists now too now when we look at artist covers now too like sometimes it's pretty simple now too but when i seen like the little stickers on it that you would see at a vinyl now too i'm like wow she really even nailed it off the cover art now too i was wondering like what was your reaction when you seen the finished cover art now, too? I believe Swank uh, shot the cover? Yeah, shot, uh, Swank shot the photo, and our friend in L.A., his name is Jose, um, he designed the cover for us, and uh, we pretty much just gave him an idea, um, gave him a replica of what we were looking for, the title, and then we added the little details with the jam with stickers at the bottom just to give it a little bit... Um, I don't know. Some, we wanted it to be unique, too. So just by throwing those small details on there made it so that it was a little bit more of a standout and so that you know that I am on Jamla Records. Um, <laughs> but but upon seeing the cover, I was blown away. I loved it. Um, it's not what you might typically expect, but um, I like the essence of the photo. It draws... A little bit of mystery it makes you kind of want to enjoy the album and you know just feel what um what that whatever the energy that is to feel the energy that I wanted you to feel from the music um was what we were going for from the album wanted it to be a little bit of a mystery and something that makes you wonder a little bit more about what's happening on the album yeah, because when you see the cover art, too, and even, like, the name Boutique Hotel, too, it's like, I wonder what she has to say on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even, like, songs, like, with, like, um, Big Mama now, too. Um, I never would have expected, you know, too, to sound so good with Big Kurt now, too. Like, and now the collaboration kind of came out le left field now, too, because Big Kurt's... Um, I don't pay attention to Big Kurt like that now, too, but the last time I ever paid attention to him, he did a song of T.I., and now when I hear you with Big Kurt now, too, I was like, she really mashes well with certain rappers now, too. I love your background vocals on the on the All by Smith & Wesson. Oh, thank you. 
Especially, Appreciate that. Oh, anytime. Because, like, I believe now everybody who con- contributes to a song now, too, deserves the credit and shine they deserve now, too. Because that's what makes... It's all about the energy you bring to a track now, too. When we hear you, like, collaborate with, like, a big Kurt or, like, doing background vocals on the Dreamland record now, too. That's a beautiful record by Tech and Steel and Raekwon. Um, What's it like working with a rapper being an R&B singer now, too? <laughs> Um, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy working with rappers, um, you know, just to help enhance whatever ideas that they might have for the song vocally, um, whether it's ad-libs, background vocals, or a full hook. Um, I enjoy working with all different types of artists. Okay. Now, when 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 you hear like an av- when you hear R and B artists now collaborate with a rapper, like the most common answer now too is like Ja Rule and Ashanti now too. But I also love like collaborations like a Mary J Blige and a Method Man. You're all I need now too. I was wondering the very first time you heard that record. Uh, I was I was a young kid. Um, I I think that came out in the mid '90s. So I was a I was a small kid. I remember it coming out though. I remember it being a big deal. <laughs> I remember the video, that record last The video was dope, years. too. Um, no, uh, Rhapsody and I paid homage to that video when we did um, the video to her song. It's called The Point. Uh, we shot it in New York on a rooftop. So I don't know if a lot of people know that. but Oh, yeah. no, I didn't even know that now, too. Can we dive into that a little bit more? Uh, it was a couple years ago for Rhapsody's uh, EP called Crown. Okay. Um, so we shot a video for uh, I think yeah, the song was called The Point. Um, it, the sample comes from a hiatus coyote sample. Um, yeah, check it out. It's called The Point. You should be able to find it on YouTube. And it's by Rhapsody. Her and I are uh, in the video together paying homage to Mary J. and Method Man. So. Oh, wow. I'm, def- I'm definitely going to check that out after this, though, too. <laughs> um, wait, so when you're creating mu- music now, too, I was wondering now on your mind state now, like, do you have to go for a drive? Do you have to go for a walk? Or does it kind of come naturally on the spot? Uh, it depends. Some days it comes naturally. Some days I might need to take a walk or go for a run or go see a movie or watch some movies at home for inspiration. Um, And also just surrounding myself by other creatives helps me to stay inspired. And literally just living life helps me to become inspired day to day on different songs. So. Now, what made you actually want to pursue music now, too? Because as a as a young girl now, too, when you hear, like, Mary J. Blige or D'Angelo now, now, too, it's like, oh, I can do this now, too. But what actually made you, like, get up to uh, have the courage to do your first song now, too? Because it's all about that first leap we all take. I would say just having other people to believe in me, pushing me to do better, and... um literally encouraging me to record uh to turn my poetry into song and um you know just people giving me opportunities that I didn't have as a young woman coming from North Carolina um yeah just people believing in me and giving me an opportunity to help out and um just adding more to me literally inside and out um whether it be 
uh, inspirational stories, uh, motivational speeches, or literally just teaching me how to do certain things, uh, whether it's recording on my own or production tips, arrangement tips, how to do this better. Um, I'm always a student, so um, I would I would give most of my credit for helping me to start recording and believe in myself to Knife Wonder, for sure, um, because he was the source of me having the opportunity to start recording and to do a full project. Oh, wow. So that's one hell of a energy now, too, to encourage you now, too. I understand when you went to college in North Carolina, I believe, um, he mm-hmm. was a teacher, Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand now, too, at the time, like, you just thought he was your teacher now, too, and then words started going around, like, that's Ninth Wonder. So I was just curious, when you started doing your own research now, too, what did you come across, like, the very first time you Googled Ninth Wonder? Um, I just came across his production credits with Jay-Z, Destiny's Child, Erica Badu, Jill Scott, um, Mary J. Blige, all of those amazing artists who have outstanding careers um so that was really really amazing and inspiring for me to find and discover as a 19 year old coming from North Carolina who has dreams on becoming a singer and entertainer and is it are you a big believer in destiny now too because you not knowing what he did, you just thinking that he's your teacher now to to teaching a hip hop class now too, and then you actually pursuing music now too, and him playing a big part in now too. That's how I was just curious if you're a big believer in destiny now too, and if God placing you in that classroom. Absolutely, I believe I believe in destiny. I believe in fate, and things happening for a reason, for sure. Now, uh, when you were doing your research now, too, I understand, like, did you really send him an email and he'd be like, I can't do that right now. But if you, I can't respond. But if you want, you can just come by the studio. Yeah, um, I did send him an email on Facebook and asked him if it'd be okay to set up some time for him to listen. And he never responded. So I asked him again in class. And that's when he told me to come by the studio and bring my stuff. So, And it was history (laughs) from there. Right. <laughs> okay. Now, for you actually being around, like, Rhapsody, and you being, like, the only on... Are you the only on Beeson on Jamla? I am. Oh, wow. So, you're around some spitters right now, too. So, you being bringing that essence of the soul around now, too. I was wondering now, when you're creating now, too, is there a process that you have to go through now, too? Like, do you have to, like, have some tea on the side, too, to get your voice ready? Or you're usually ready to go. Uh, I say I'm usually ready to go, um, but, you know, tea and vocal exercise and warm-up certainly helps uh, before I record. Now, do you write all your own music now, too, or are you not opposed to having some help in crafting a song? I do both. Um, I write and I have help from writers. Um, So, yeah, do a little bit of both. Because it's never it never hurts to have a little bit of help. If anything, now two different energies in a song now too can make it greater. Mm-hmm. 
For sure. So when you're creating a boutique hotel now, too, my only complaint is I wish it was longer now, too, because I was definitely on a journey with this album now, too. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. Oh, anytime. Um, so when it, obviously, when it ended now, too, I had to run it back now, too. I'm like, I need to listen to that again now, too, because that was a wonderful put-together project now, too. So was there cuts that didn't make the album now, too, and that you listen now, too? It's like, I'm just saving them for something else. Several, um, definitely several cuts, you know, always going to have records that don't make it, um, doesn't necessarily mean that they weren't good. Yeah. Um, they just didn't fit the project for sure. So there's more where that came from and we'll definitely, uh, continue to create and have more music for you guys soon. No. I'm thinking probably next year. Oh, okay. Okay. Because, mm -hmm. um, can we expect like more videos from this project? Absolutely. Um, at least two to three more. Um, once we can get through May, I'm going to start recording and putting some videos out this summer. Okay. Now, was your very first uh, head, uh, national headline and tour was with Rap Shitty? Um, I believe it was last year or this year? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it was this year, uh, February 4th through March 16th or so, so about six weeks. Oh, wow. Uh, we went on the road. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Now, when you're rehearsing now and now, too, um, is it, did you find, like, some rehearsing, like, difficult now, too? It's like, oh, I ain't performed the song in so long now, too, or you were ready for this. Like, I waited my whole life for this. Oh, I was I was ready for oh, sure. That's good to hear, <laughs> honest. Because like some artists now too, when they release, uh, this is your fourth project, I believe now too. Yes. Did you only perform songs from this project now too, or did you perform songs from like Victoria's Secret or Graffiti's Diary? Uh, only uh from Boosie Hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, were you tempted to send some songs from Victoria's Secret or Graffiti's Diary? What'd you say? Like, were you tempted to, like, send songs from Victoria's Secret? Oh, um, no, not really. Um, you know, I was opening the show for Rhapsody, so I only got about 20 minutes. So I did about five songs, and, you know, once I'm able to do, like, my own show where I can headline, that's when I would feel more comfortable getting into more of the music from before. Um, you know, just knowing that, um, right now, my main goal is to pr uh, is to push the new music from Boutique Hotel. So that's what I've been focused on. It's just creating a set to showcase the new music. And then eventually, like I said, we can go back and play more music from the past um, when I have more time on stage. Yeah, because when you only have 20 minutes, you can only perform so much. Right, right. Okay. Mm. I thought you had a little bit more time in my defense now, too. I should have done my little bit of research on the tour. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, now, when we all find R&B singers now, too, we all find them in unique ways, too. In unique ways now, too. Um, I remember the first time finding D'Angelo now, too. Please don't laugh. Um, I found him on uh, Snoop Dogg's um, The Blue Carbon Treatment, his song with Dr. Dre, and I was like, wow. That was beautiful. Oh, wow. Let me go back and find out what he has now, too. So when I went back and found D'Angelo now, too, I was blown away by his skills as a musician and as an R&B singer now, too, for a male. So mm -hmm. for you being inspired by D'Angelo now, too, when did you discover D'Angelo? Uh, 
mid-90s, um, I want to say one of my cousins introduced me to D'Angelo. I can't remember exactly what song. Okay. But what's... I, I want to say one of the first songs that I remember from him was, um, I think, Lady. Um, You're My Lady. Okay. So that's probably one of my first... Like time remembering, hearing about D'Angelo as a kid, and I just remember just gravitating to his sound. He sounded so different. He was a badass. He did what he wanted to do. <laughs> he played, spoke the cigarettes on stage while he played the keys. He was just one of a kind. So I've always been inspired by him to yeah, stay in your own lane and do your own thing. Yeah, when I found out he smoked cigarettes, I'm like, you smoke and you sound like that? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yes. Uh, And so uh, you obviously don't smoke. No. Okay, that's Uh -uh. good to hear. Okay, I just have to ask. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's little facts about artists now, too. Like, we we may not now now know. And then Uh when we go back and listen to it, it's like, wow. She's, uh-huh. uh, yeah, she smokes. So when you're yeah. um, performing on stage now, too, have you ever gotten stage fright? Uh, yeah, I would say that I have in the past. Um, oh, in the past. That's good but, that you got over it. But not, yeah, not really as of the last few years now. Um, so when you perform, I mean, sorry, when you're creating background vocals now, too, for a Tech and Steel album now, too, um... Were you well aware of The Shining and Nine's Past with, like, Buckshot? No, not at all. Really, now, too? So, did you have to, like, did somebody have to, like, tell you a little bit of research? Or you took that upon your own to, like, Google them now, too, like, the same way you did with Nine's? I just learned as I went. Um, You know, I learned several things about Nine's and everyone on the team as the years went by. So that's not necessarily something that I knew um, right offhand in working with him. Um, He's done so much. So over the years, I've had a privilege of learning uh, about all of the things that he's done. So Okay. Well, the reason why I bring up Tech and Steel now, too, because I believe it was 1994. Um, this track still ages well now, too. Um, and I'm surprised, like, not a lot of people mentioned that, not too. It was Mary J. Blige's I Love You remix. Okay. Now, okay. I was wondering if you ever heard that before, before collaborating with them. Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Okay. No. This was, um, back in 1994 when Puff was grabbing, like, um, the, this was, like, around the Method Man single now, too, when he, when he was very instrumental now, too, and they didn't really release it as, a like, a real single. It was more like a maxi single now, too, like those rare singles mm-hmm. that you find out now, too. So mm-hmm. I found it crazy how it all comes together, how... You get inspired by Mary J. Blas by, and then Tech and Steel have that underground hit that not that much people know, and then you collaborating with them on their album called The All. It's kind of like a sequel to the album called The Shining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. That's true. Okay. And just like, things like that now, too, made me want to really interview now, too. I was like, I wonder if she's a big believer in Destiny now, now too, and let me pick her brain. <laughs> Thank you so much for noticing that. Yeah, it's really, really cool. 
Okay. Now, um, I bet you you were probably asking yourself now too, like how the hell does he know some of the things about me like this now too? It just I'm just a fan of it. if I'm if I gravitate to your music now too, I'm gonna listen to interviews because I'm interested to hear what they say, what they have to say outside of their music now too. Because mm-hmm. we're all human at the end of the day. That's right. That's true. Um. So for the people who may not know you now too, what does like Hella Victoria do? in her spare time now, too. Like, something we may not not know, too. Does she play, like, PS4? Or is she just regular down earth? <laughs> no, I'm not a gamer. Um, I like... I like exercising. I like going for walks. I like spending time with my family. Um, I like watching movies and good TV um, when I'm not working. And... Um, I like cooking. I like cooking, um, learning new recipes, and, um, you know, just just a lot of downtime and, and just uh, relaxing when I'm not working in the studio. Okay. So, that's pretty much my life. <laughs> when you're cooking now, too, do you have music playing in the background? Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost always. <laughs> so if you if you left your phone on repeat and unlocked now too with your playlist, that what would we come across? Um, I would say. Would we find Helen Victoria old... listening to her own music? Sometimes, okay. um, usually not, but um, I would say you'd probably hear some '90s Mary J, some Sade. Um, new school stuff, I would say, oof, maybe like Lucky Day or, um, there's a new girl out named Sid, no, no, her name is Kirby, her new project is called Sis, I like her a lot, um, you know, not, not too many not too many people that are like in the new school, I would say, but mostly you're gonna hear some old school. Okay. Um, yeah. So especially while I'm cooking, Anita <laughs> Baker. You know. Oh good wow, stuff. Anita Baker. Wow. Mm-hmm. That see a lot of people from our era now too don't mention her as much as they should now too. I was surprised when you said that now too. Um, <laughs> Anita Baker now she's a legend, legend for real. Mm-hmm. For real. If you don't know Anita Baker, stop this interview and Google her, please. And then come exactly. Back. <laughs> um, so when you're coming together with the new school now too, but the reason why I ask that now too is because you coming from North Carolina now, being a nineteen year old back in um. Before you, when you went university now, not that much mm-hmm. artists were coming out, but now you, North Carolina is running hip hop now too because you have Revenge of the Dreamers, you have YBN Courtney, you guys have Rhapsody, you have you. It's just mm-hmm. crazy how things come full circle now too because at first in the early 2000s, people were gravitating to Atlanta, but now that I realize in the 2019s and 2020s, people are gravitating to North Carolina. Mm, very true. Yeah, we're we're getting a lot of um a good artist getting attention right now. So it's it's wonderful. It's great to see. It's inspiring. Um, how much has the internet inspired you to go even more now too, knowing that you could put music out and it can reach people more accessible now too, as opposed to like the early two thousands when we really didn't have streaming. Right. I'm yeah, thankful. I'm 
Right. We had Lime Choir. We had MySpace Music. Um, so, I mean, I would just say that I'm grateful. I'm happy for a lot of the new younger artists who have an opportunity to have free platforms to market themselves and their music. Um, I'm happy that I have an opportunity as an artist to market and showcase my music and my brand. So I think it's wonderful for the industry and especially for independent artists who are still building and still, you know, putting everything together as far as what the foundation of their career is. Okay. Now, with your the foundation of your career now, too, I believe that your career is just starting right now, too, because every day is a new day to go in, as the great Fairmont would say now, too. I was curious mm-hmm. about your dream collaboration. Um, dream collaboration. Because hmm. I believe you can speak things into existence. Yeah, I agree. Um, you can take your time. I understand it's a big question. Let's see. You know, it's several artists for me. Um, but a dream would would probably be old school D'Angelo, new school sir. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was surprised you would say sir now, too, and a lot of people don't know about him. Yeah, he's still, you know, a rising artist, and he makes good music, and he's from California, so I think he does well, and, you know, he's just on the, the ever-endless journey of... <laughs> becoming a successful a successful artist and you know he has a great fan base and I think that's the beauty of the world that we live in today is that you don't have to be a superstar or you know a multi-millionaire to be successful and to have a fan base of your own um so I think on that note he's doing extremely well and even, like, like staying true to your art now, too. Like, we're in a day and age now, too. Like, we don't have to cater to a certain style now, too. You can be yourself, and people will gravitate toward it. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Now, Miss Hilda Victoria now, too. Um, I won't take up most of your time now, too. This is a question that I ask all my guests now, too. And the reason why I ask my guests all these questions now, this, too, is because we're all unique individuals, and everybody has their own unique way of answering this question. Because before any of this, um, when I used to listen to interviews, either with, with Mary J. Blige or with Smith & Wesson, I used to like to hear, like, the inspirational things they used to have to say, even if it was, like, a 30-minute segment they had now, too. I mean, 30-second segment, it was still inspiring now to hear. So maybe there's a young woman out there now, too, or maybe somebody who's a big fan of yours now, too, who's in a dark place who really needs to hear something now, too. So with that being Mm -hmm. said, do you have any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light? Absolutely. Um, just as my, one of my songs on my album says, is that one love for yourself is enough. So if you're in a dark place right now, just remember that you are the light that you might be looking for. You just got to make the choice on whether to turn it on and leave it on or to leave it off. And I believe that everyone including you should make the choice to turn it on and leave it on and to shine your 
your light as bright as possible because it's needed in the world and that you should believe in yourself no matter what or how big the dream is. If you can't believe it, it is possible. You just got to work hard for it and give yourself time to grow and always you know, just stay humble and put yourself in a position to learn because no matter what, no matter how much you think you know, you always got an opportunity to learn from somebody who's doing better than you. So I would just say um, keep looking forward. Leave the past behind. Anybody who discourages you to not go for what it is that's in your heart, as painful as it might be, you got to walk away, and that doesn't mean you have to walk away forever, but sometimes you just got to go on your own path. And even if that means walking alone, at the end of the day, everything is going to be okay because you're, you're walking in your purpose. So stay encouraged and know that with time, everything will get better. Oh, wow, that was a beautiful answer right now, too. That was beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, anytime I have to, have to say it like it is, that, well, um, I really hope somebody takes that to heart now, too, and really, really does take it and gets them through the day now, too, because it's all about the energy you put out into the world now, too. And this is why I love having artists like you in the world now, too, because you create music <laughs> not only for people to gravitate now, too, but when I hear songs like a sunbeam on one love, that can really really help somebody who needs to hear it, whether you're male or female or not, because like mm -hmm. we're all human at the end of the day. Right. I agree. Absolutely. Okay. And I just want to let you know now too, I can't wait to see what you do in the future now too. So when you when you're big and famous and on the same stage as Mary J. Blige, I was gonna say <laughs> I can't wait for that collaboration to happen. So I believe it can speak uh, into existence. So I can't wait for that to happen. Is there anything you'd like to let the people know where they can find your social media or your music, Miss Hella Victoria? Yes, sure, Logan. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Heather two underscores Victoria. You can find me on Twitter at Jamla. That's J A M as in Mickey L A. Heather V. So Twitter it's Jamla Heather V. And on Facebook you can find me at Heather Victoria. Um, any of the music streaming platforms you can find me at Heather Victoria as well. And just stay tuned to my Instagram. Within the next couple of weeks, we will be doing a Wind Down Wednesday segment. We'll be talking about the album. We'll be doing a few live performances. We won't be doing one tonight. Um, but within the next couple of weeks, look out for me and we'll stay engaged through the pandemic. And also, please look forward to some music videos and visuals coming from me uh, this summer of 2020. In the meantime, please listen to the album. It's called Boosie Hotel, streaming everywhere, live right now. And I'll tell you one thing, people now, too. When you hear that Japan now, too, you're going to play that all the way through. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. Thank you, Logan. Anytime. <laughs> With that being said, this is another classic in the season six finale from the desk low, and I'm very honored to have the very first R&B singer, Hella Victoria, appear on the show. We appreciate you, Queen. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you so much. Happy to be here on the, from the desk of low. 